Welcome to the Made for Mondays podcast, where each week we talk about how to be love in our day-to-day lives. Now, here are your hosts, Executive Director at Believer's Church, Heather Carl, and Senior Pastor of Believer's Church, James Stewart. Hey, everybody. My name is Heather, and who are you, fella? Hi, Heather. This is Jamie, and if I sound a little tired, it's because I'm a little tired. <laughs> okay. It was a really big weekend at Believer's this weekend. It was. First weekend back. How are you feeling about it? How do you think it went? Um, I think we had measured expectations. Yeah. So I feel like it went pretty good. I feel like... Um, yeah, it was services were on time. That was important. And those who were here were enthusiastic. So that was good. Yeah, I think all in all, it was, I would call it a win. Yeah, I haven't gone over like actual reports yet, but it looked like from our check in team um, that we, those that registered were showed up. It looked yep. like the numbers were pretty on target. So that's, that was really that's what great. I heard. Yep, so that is good. Yeah. It just, it felt good in the room just to have faces <laughs> back really in did. front of us. <laughs> it really, yeah. really did. There's, I'm so glad we were able to do what we've been able to do online. And of course that's continuing. Um, but there is just something about being, filling the space together. No, I totally agree. So did you do anything else fun this weekend? Um... Let's see. What else did I do this weekend? I didn't. Well, I got ready for I got ready for a trip I'm going on. So I spent oh, yeah. a lot of time going over my pack list mm-hmm. to make sure that I wasn't leaving anything out. Mowed lawn, did all the normal, you know, kind yeah. of stuff. Saturday things. Yeah. Very fun. How about you? Um. Well, our youngest son, I think I've mentioned before, goes to school in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um. Typically. So he actually has a couple of friends that came to visit. So we've been busy entertaining them. And we went out to Windsor Castle Park and went for a hike. It's been beautiful weather. So it's been really great to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We did go out on Friday to our weekly date night Mm -hmm. and um, had a fabulous meal. I'll plug a local business. Fin and Tonic. Oh, yes. We haven't gotten over there yet, and I want to go. So we we w- did takeout a couple of times during quarantine. So this was our first time dining there. Mm-hmm. It was... Knocked your socks off. Just amazing. So, so good. That's great. I yeah. can't wait to go. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into our convo for today. All right. Yesterday, we continued our goal series that Dougie Fresh began Dougie last Frisch. week. Mm-hmm. And he was even on the po- podcast with you last week. He was, week. yeah. Yeah. It was not three hours long, so that was also a win. Amazing. It was longer than normal. Longer than normal. But Doug does love, the well, longer the podcast, the better. For some reason, he thinks length of podcast equals quality of podcast. Mm. And I happen to know from trying to shrink the content of messages to fit one-hour services. Yes. It requires far more work to condense and say what you want to say mm-hmm. concisely than it does to drag it on for hours at a time. So, yeah, on. I think he's wasting lots of time. That's what I think, <laughs> listening to long podcasts. And if you think we're talking behind his back, we're not. Oh, no, we have said all of this. these yeah. things to his face. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even listen to the podcast, as mm-hmm. we learned last week, so he won't even know. Right, so he doesn't know what we're talking about right no, now. No, he, he totally won't fine. even know. If we were talking behind his back, he wouldn't even know about it. Right. Yeah. 
Well, you mentioned just a second ago that you were were working on your pack list this weekend because you're about to head out on a week-long motorcycle trek. And I know that's like a time that you um, typically identify some goals. It's been something that you've done for yourself personally, but even for ministry, um, we know as a staff, when you go on these trips that when you get back, we better be ready. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Yeah, lower expectations this time okay. around. I'm I'm only gone for like four days this time, right. so my 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 normal schlep into the wilderness is a week or so, and I still hope to get that in maybe later. Yeah. So, what is it about that setting that allows you to focus on goals? Like, what is yeah. it that you just love about that? Time? Yeah, and I and I think you don't have to go away on a motorcycle for you know, days on end to accomplish the things, the reason that it works, you could do in a day, Certainly, you know? So I think the principles there are, are applicable no matter how you do it. But I think there's several things that lend themselves to thinking about goals, processing goals, establishing goals. Uh, A change of scenery is one of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think just getting out of your normal surroundings um, can allow you to think differently. You're in a different space, so you think about different things. And I do think that's uh, an important part of it. Uh, for me, on the motorcycle, uh, lots of silence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're riding three to 600 miles a day, typically. And so there's many hours of not much. <laughs> and that's really good. Now we added a Bluetooth a year ago and depending on who's on the ride with me, I sometimes have to turn it off. I was going to say, I imagine you cut that off. I do. Frequently. I tell them that my battery <laughs> ran out. <laughs> um, that silence leads to another thing, which is just a concentrated time of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been very forthright to say, I'm not very good at prolonged times of prayer, but this ride uh, gives me lots of time to just think and pray. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do think that's part of it. And um, a, a mentor, coach, friend of mine used to talk about going up on the balcony, and that was like changing your perspective on what it is that you're doing. And so the idea of it gives me a few days, instead of working in the, the busyness of church, it allows me to step out of that and start working on the church. Mm-hmm. And that just that shift in perspective is really helpful. So like if you took, if you did a day retreat from your normal things and spent a day where you're out of your ordinary and you're able to pray and you start thinking about working on what you're working on instead of working in all of the details of right. work, what you're working on, I think it's conducive for anyone to, to establish goals. Yeah, I think that's um, a really neat perspective. As you're talking, I'm even thinking of um, for my husband and I, like if we're doing a date night or something, there are often times that those conversations turn to like future planning and fun goal setting and what we dream for our family and for our, you know, just for our relationship and stuff. Yeah. Because you're just out of the yeah, you're not sitting routine. in your den, right? Right. Yeah, so you yep. just kind of can get that perspective I change. So. I think that's really good. Yeah. 
so in the message, you really talked about the types of goals we set and the importance of being able to link them to a why. Yeah. Can you give us a snapshot of that one more time? Yeah. So um, the concept, at least phrased in that way, came from a TED Talk by Simon Sinek, I think is how he pronounces mm-hmm. his last I name. I think so, too. Uh, he also wrote a book um, with the same talk, and I'm trying to remember the the power of why or... Start with why. Start with wise mm-hmm. is what it is. The book's not great. The TED Talk was amazing. <laughs> so save yourself a few bucks. And well, it's kind of like a long podcast. You can read a long book yes. or you can watch a 15-minute TED Talk. <laughs> so true. Doug, are you listening? So anyway, the no, he's not. So the, the TED Talk said, you know, to start with why. And the idea of that was... Um, like he was more of an employee kind of setting, but you know, you tell people what to do or you're always telling people how to do what they need to do. But he said, it's better to start with why, why do you want them to do whatever it is that you want them to do Mm -hmm. and start with that. And people now have an internal motivation. If you can link that why to something that is transcendent, that is bigger than them. And you link what they're doing to that. Why? Like if, if you do this, you will, you know, here's why you want to do it because you're going to be accomplishing mm-hmm. this. Um, then you become more motivated than if you just get a task list of things to do. So uh, it's important because if you're going after a goal, you're going to face resistance. And if your why is not compelling, like if it's not something that, man, I need to do this because of this why, well, then when you face resistance, it's going to be just so easy to check out. Yeah. Just walk away from yep. it. Yep. One of the things you didn't have a lot of time to go into, but it's important to consider, is the understanding of God's calling on our lives. Yeah. Um, so it's something so many people wrestle with. What are some resources, tools, or even tips uh, we can tap into to begin yeah. figuring that out? Yeah, so I, th- I think a lot of people get hung up in this needlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many people who, who think, you know, God has some magical plan and you have to crack the code to figure out whatever this plan happens to be. And if you pray hard enough and try hard enough, um, that somehow or another, uh, you're going to get just the right combination. And then God is going to, you know, write it down on a napkin or in the sky (laughs) and you're going to get overwhelmed with, Oh my goodness, this is it. This is what I got to spend my life doing. And I just think like, that's, that would be amazing, (laughs) (laughs) but it rarely happens that way. So like it happened to the apostle Paul. Yeah. Uh, He had one of those moments. It happened to Moses. He had one of those moments. It happened to Joshua. So there's a handful of people that you can point to and say, yeah, well, They had that happen. But then you think about the thousands and thousands of people in the Bible that never had that happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, does that mean God didn't have a plan for them? Or is the plan far more general than something super specific and spectacular? So I think a lot of people get hung up on this needlessly because uh, it's more fun to speculate about what God might have me do than it is to just do what you already know God wants you to do. And a lot of what God wants us to do is so clearly already revealed. So um, 
You know, like in this series, we're looking at the, the phrase in 2 Timothy where Paul says, I have been faithful. Well, just being faithful to, to the teachings of Jesus is God's will. I mean, mm-hmm. that, is, that is what it is. Um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we're told to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of Christ Jesus. So, like, there's the will. Um, in 1 Thessalonians 4, God's will is for you to be holy, to be set apart for purposes for God. Um, in 1 Peter, we're told that God's will is that your good life will silence critics. So, like, there's a lot of verses that just say, here it is, this is God's will. So you don't have to spend a lot of time, you know, praying, fasting, trying to figure it all out. Like, just start being faithful to the teachings of Jesus. Well, and all of those things that you just mentioned can be attached to any vocation. Correct. (laughs) Yes. And that's the thing. So, you know, now I do think there is a more specific will that God does have for people based on spiritual gifting, based on passions that you have, skills that you have, opportunities that you have. And, like, I think a sweet spot is you're... Like, I I think we oversell this idea, you know, you find your dream and you'll never have to work a day in your life, all that nonsense. Um, But I do think, you know, like, you should operate according to how God has wired you. And so you're naturally passionate about certain things, and you can bring Christ to bear on those things. Um, You have spiritual giftings. We we read about that in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 12, 13, and 14. And, you know, it's good to know what those are because what you'll find is those are things that you probably are good at and probably enjoy doing. Um, So, like, I think there is a specific will of God, but it's not some big mystical, magical plan. Um, In the show notes, I think we're going to try to include a link that uh, Lifeway has a it's a it's a PDF. So you you'll download it and it's a survey uh, to help you identify what your spiritual gifts are. So if you've never done that, I do think it's it's worth doing. Um, but a lot of people, it's like a personality test. If you do it and then you just kind of put it in your pocket and say, oh, yeah, I got the spiritual gifts, it helps, but you don't ever help anybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. uh, That's kind of pointless. Yeah, so that's one of your goals is to not only take the survey, but then, then to actually apply look it. for opportunities yeah. to apply them and to bring Christ to bear wherever you happen to work. Like you can do God's will working at Burger King. Absolutely. So go do that, Mm -hmm. you know, go use your gift of helps in your job at Burger King, you know, or whatever, whatever the case happens to be. Yeah. That's so good. Well, you and I love to-do lists. Love. We love them. Um, and you come by them. (laughs) Yes. You commented that if our goals aren't big enough, they're probably just a to-do list. So let's dig into that a little bit more. Do you have some examples of what might be, say, on a to-do list versus what's going to be a goal? Yeah, so um, I think so. a to-do list is like, this is what I'm going to accomplish this week. And so, or today, or or whatever it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Goals, I said in the message, you know, by definition, are a little bit further out. They're a little bit bigger. They're things that you have to fight for, push for, pursue with a lot of energy. And so, you know, like a a good example would be like our church goal of 50,000 touches. Well, that's overwhelming. That's a lot of touches. If you don't know what I'm talking about, touches in the age of social distancing, you need to go listen to the message. Um, But 
50,000 touches in our community is an awful lot, and that's a worthy goal. Um, however, goals can be broken down with a to-do list. So mm-hmm. like if everyone who calls Believers Home said, I'm going to make one of my to-do lists this week is seven touches. I'm going to show God's kindness to seven different people and extend seven different invitations to believers as a part of that. That's a to-do list. Um, but if your goal is, you know, 365 touches this year, that's kind of a goal. Like you're not going to knock that out in a week, but I think, I do think it's good to have goals that you can chunk, that you can break down into smaller bits those smaller bits of goals are to-do lists. The bigger, all of it together is your goal. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you have a you know goal to read X amount of books a year. Um, that's going to be on your to-do list. That's gonna, It better be on your to-do there, list. A book is going to be on your right. to-do list. Right. I'm going to read an hour a day <laughs> right, this right. week if I'm going to get to so many books in a year. So, yeah. yeah so I they think really work together they is what do you're work saying. Together. Like if you can, I mean, for some it might be really um difficult to even think of like I don't even know what my goals are well maybe if you just start writing a to-do list and some of the things that you see repeated from week to week you might be doing that to attain a goal and you can put a goal around that versus working the other way a lot of financial goals Mm -hmm. are, are that way you know if you have a goal to have two months income in savings, well, you're not going to do that this week. Right. So you've got to take <laughs> so you gotta, other steps to gotta get You've got to take steps. Every paycheck, I have a goal of putting X amount of dollars aside, yeah. you know, so that you can get this bigger goal. Yeah, I, I think they do complement one mm-hmm. another. Yeah, I love that. So attaining goals is very challenging. That's why we're doing this whole series, really, yep. is to help us do that. So um, how, can we, how can we stick to it? How can we stick to all of the tasks on our to-do list to make the goal happen? That's such a good question. I know. Tell us the good answer. <laughs> I don't know that I got a, I don't know that I have a great answer. I, you know, I talked about it in the message uh, is, you know, one of, uh, I think one of the biggest things is just keeping your eye on that goal, whatever, whatever it happens to be. And so, um, you know, writing down goals, I know it seems kind of, cliche. Um, but there has been a lot of research around the writing of goals. People who write their goals are 42% more likely to achieve them according to Inc.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of research that's been done and people who write their goals down actually have a better shot of achieving them. And it's only because in writing them down, you're keeping it in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really think that's that's kind of what it comes down to is um, it's, you know, it requires a certain amount of discipline to go after goals. We're naturally not very disciplined. And so we naturally, you know, drift away from goals. And so I think to achieve them, you have to counterbalance what comes natural. So Mm -hmm. you have to counterbalance drift. And to do that, one of the best ways I know is to, is to write those things down and keep them in front of you. Yeah, that's really good. I think we'll get into some more, um, as we continue in this series, we'll probably put some more, uh, skin around that as far as, um, 
some of the things that we can do to help us stick to our goals. Yes. But that's all that we've got time for today. So if you're joining the Made for Mondays podcast, please share it on your social media feeds and be sure to leave us a positive rating and review. Also, from time to time, we'll be doing episodes that will answer your questions. Do you have questions about this conversation, about other topics? You can send them to us by emailing madeformondays at believerschurch.org. Jamie and I will get them directly. The link will be included in the show notes. On July 12th, we're launching a brand new series called You Asked For It. And each week of the series, we will answer questions submitted by you. If you have a question that you'd like to be considered as a message topic, just email us at the Made for Mondays email address and put You Asked For It in the subject line. Thanks for being here, friends. Let's do all we can to be loved this week.